Welcome to the Make a Baby Podcast. I'm Carolina Sotomayor, your podcast host and Reiki womb healer. I believe that healing is not meant to be done alone, nor should it be. Over the past seven years, I have helped over 90 babies enter the world through the power of Reiki. We explore stories of fertility, pregnancy, and postpartum healing with a sprinkle of spirituality. We also dive into taboo topics, including trauma and pregnancy loss. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to the Make a Baby Podcast. This is episode 97, What to Do When Life Hits the Fan. This is an unscripted episode, and I don't even have an outline done, and it's done like this on purpose. I have not posted a episode gosh, in over a month. And in my podcast career, I've always been consistent. I've posted on Tuesdays and Fridays since the beginning of season two, which was episode 11 on. And this is episode 97. So what happened? Well, life happened. And I didn't have any backlog of episodes. And I was tired. Life really caught up to me. And in the month of August, um, our son was home for 10 days. We got a new puppy. Ollie started school. We got new floors in our house. And it was really loud, disruptive to the point where I had headaches from all the pounding and the drilling and all the loud noises. And we still had a new puppy during all that time. And I run two businesses. So, and at the end of August, we went to Texas to see my husband's friends, or my husband's brother, not friends. And during the month of July, we had gone to Georgia to see a friend of mine. So life got really busy. And I learned now that August is is going to be a down month for my business. Like in the month of August, I'm never going to schedule anything to be done. That's going to be a month I take entirely off next year. And then when we came back from Texas, I felt like something was off. And there's always this energetic hangover when you hang out with family, no matter how good something goes or um, know how awesome the memories were. There's always this like getting back into your groove and feeling like you again and unpacking and making sure everything's flowing again. And it was really hard to get back into that groove. And it was really hard to you know, just click back. We were exhausted on so many levels and the trip was fine. It was good. But there was also a lot of things that came up for us in our healing and in our triggers and things like that. Um, there was definitely some things that we learned about each other. They're like, okay, so now when we travel again, we're going to do this differently. We're going to do X, Y, Z. So, um, it also made us reflect on our trip back that we had taken to see my friend in July. And I had not heard much from this friend. And now it's September. I'm home. My floors are done. My puppy is here. My kids in school. We're all healthy. I can, the dust can settle. And I had followed with this friend with phone calls and texts and no answer. And I was like, something's wrong. And this particular friend, and I had been friends with for 15 years. And this was a friend I would say was considered family. Uh, she was a soul friend. She was one of my maids of honor um, or bridesmaids. 
and my um my wedding I was her matron of honor when she got married so this was like a true deep best friend and during our trip to see her in Georgia um she asked me some very direct questions about my beliefs and about Reiki I've always been really respectful of others' beliefs and their path and their healing journey and where they're at. I am a very progressive person. I'm a very liberal person. I'm a person that has deconstructed a lot of my faith and I have very strong opinions and very strong beliefs in how I raise my son, um, how we run our household and how we live our lives. And we're very much deep in our anti-racism journey, very much deep into um, undoing self-biases. And this also is like all intertwined for me. And I'm not the most well-versed on talking about religion or race, but I'm trying and I'm doing better and I'm progressively getting better. And I apologize when I need to and own when I make a mistake. And there was a conversation that was had between this friend and myself. And and I asked her before we had this conversation, I said, are you sure you want to have this conversation with me? Because it's not going to be an easy one. And I'm not sure you're ready to hear all of the things that you're not like, there are going to be things that you really don't like. Are you sure you want to have this conversation? And then she said, I'm worried about your soul and the depths of hell when you die because of Reiki. And I said, but you don't have to, there is no hell. And that's my personal belief system. And that comes from a personal experience from being an evidential medium in channeling. I have talked to dead people. I have studied this and I have spent hours and hours and hours and thousands of dollars in training and the metaphysical arts and Reiki and channeling and mediumship and soul evolution and realms and things like that. And she, we did have a conversation, but it was, it was one where she was just terrified of everything that was coming out of my mouth. And I knew by the end of that conversation, our friendship would be different, but I didn't know it would be over. And I never brought Reiki up during this friendship. Like she would, I would be like, oh, my podcast did this accolade or we reached this many downloads or, you know, I, that's, you know, I would bring up, but I wouldn't talk about what we were, t- I was talking about on the podcast because I knew she was conservative, but I still loved her heart and we had so much history. And for me, I thought that was okay. And I thought that was good enough. And then I learned from traveling also on that other trip that it's really important to me at this space, at this journey, at this place in my age, that I'm authentically all of myself, not just the parts that fit into somebody else's box. And I didn't realize until she sent the text message to me, she wouldn't call me. She wouldn't have a conversation. And she says, my heart is devastated and broken because our values no longer align. I will pray for you. And I sent a few messages saying, you know, 
I will love you even if we're not speaking and questioning like, do you want to talk about this? Does What does this mean? Never heard back. Um, and I learned from this that not everyone is a forever friend. And I really thought this was a forever friend. And I was heartbroken and I have been heartbroken. And, but I don't regret anything. And if I had to say if I did regret anything, it wasn't being my truest form of self authentically the full way through about all that I am to what I had considered a best friend. All my witchiness, all my woo-ness, all my, she knew of my gifts. She knew of my channels. She knew what Ricky was. I've been doing Ricky for seven years. Will I understand what exactly changed for her? I don't think I ever will. And I'm not going to try to. I'm not going to try to convince someone to see my worth, to see what I am great at. I'm not going to see, I'm not going to try to spend energy on someone who I also know very well. When she makes a decision, she's steadfast in it. She's decided. So, and if a person's not willing to have a phone call with me, be a mature adult and say, I'm confused. I love you, but I'm confused about this. This is a conversation we had. But still months later, I'm really confused by it. What does this mean? I want to be close to you still. Like not everyone has that emotional maturity and some never will. But there doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with them. They just means that they're not your person any longer. So at 40, I have dedicated, I'm, it was a wake up call when this Fred sent that text message. It rattled me. And it was a, as a wake up call to say, you know, you are worthy of all the greatness in the world, but not everyone is worthy of you. And this friend was no longer worthy of me, no no longer worthy of my words, my love, my trust, no longer my emotional intimacy, my support. Because when I love, I love all the way. And it felt like shit was hitting the fan. I had a hard time understanding, like, I had not posted a a TikTok, an Instagram post, a podcast episode. And I was already feeling really stressed out about that because the other company was taking up so much of my time. And then this this thing happened with my so-called best friend and life was still happening. So what to do when life hits the fan? You reassess. Reassess your priorities reassess your relationships and who's important and just do what is immediately needed for survival and the rest will come. I also took a moment. The fourth thing I would do is express gratitude. I was grateful that she was honest with me. Finally, I was relieved because there was an end to it. There was no confusion. There was no what she feeling or what she not feeling. There was just an end to it. That end was painful, but there was no confusion on where she stood and there was no confusion on what I would do. And that was not pursue this friendship any longer, no matter how hard that was going to be to explain to my son, um, because he thought that was his aunt, um, how, you know, 
I let go of the embarrassment or anything like that. So I'm going to have to explain that to, you know, my in-laws or my mom. I'm just going to be like, she didn't like who I had become. And she said this, and it's very literal, and she's no longer in our lives. And she's chosen this for herself. So you may not agree with this, but I just moved on. And that's because of the work I've done on my womb. That's because of the healing that I have done. At one point, this would have derailed me for months. But because I used to have core abandonment issues that were stemmed from my dad. However, I know who I am at 40. I know what I'm living by is my truth. I don't waste any more time. I was grateful to see who I was and how far I've come as a person because this didn't derail me. It disappointed me and it wounded me and it hurt me, but I can fix that. I also was a great reminder, and this is what I was most grateful for. It didn't fuck with my mindset that I'm going to be okay, that my family's going to be okay, that life is still going to be awesome. It's just going to be awesome without her. And that will suck. So when what to do when life hits the fan. Just remember how far you've come. And life's still going to be awesome. And sometimes we have to make changes. I made changes to how I feel about friendships. That nothing is forever. Even if they say it is and you think it's going to be. It's okay to let people go. In fact, we ended up, and then I I looked and was like, it feels like shedding, like shedding, like you shed a coat or shed it, like snakes shed his skin. I was like, this feels like shedding season. And my husband and I were having deep conversations after our trips. And I was like, I just feel like I'm shedding so much, so much waste, so much, so much of what I thought was my truth. I'm just shedding. And he agreed. He's like... I was like, I'm going to look at and audit my life because I used to be an auditor. What, what else is not working? And I shed, I shed, I, I let go almost of my entire virtual assistant team. I hired a f- almost full-time new virtual assistant uh, during this time. And I hired a new podcast editor and I let go my virtual assistant of three and a half years. And I let go of another um, freelancer that we had. And I hired a new virtual assistant that's just dedicated to my brand. And she only works for me and, and it's going flawlessly. So sometimes when shit hits the fan, it's really not a curse. It's never a curse. And it's, it's not chaos necessarily. Maybe it's just a shedding season. Maybe you're shedding the stuff that doesn't work. Maybe you're shedding the things that aren't worthy of your time anymore or your attention or your love. I believe when God takes people out of your life or makes you late for things, it's for your protection. I believe the universe was protecting me from something, from that friend. I believe that the universe said, just start over. 
get a new staff, get a new person and make them work during your daytime hours. Because all of my virtual assistants are overseas. Pay them more and let them work your daytime hours. You'll get more done. That was a download I got from my spirit guides. I did. And the person I hired is so phenomenal. The new podcast editor that I hired that starts next week, phenomenal. She's going to help me do a new intro and we're going to do new assets like new reels and it's going to be edgier and more fun. Sometimes when life hits the fan, it's the best blessing in disguise that you could ever ask for. And maybe it's the miracle and the wake up call that you didn't know you needed. If I had not had that moment with my friend, my ex-best friend of 15 years, it wouldn't have woken me up. It wouldn't have reminded me of actually how well I'm doing. And, but also that my success is on my own terms, not in how I live my life on my own terms, not on hers or her judgment or her conservative views. Because we're not conservative. I say the word fuck and vagina and penis. And we, I talk to dead people and I channel spirit babies and I help women see inside their wombs. And this is my truth because it's exactly how I can see my son. And it's exactly how I know the pain that I've endured this lifetime was purposed to help women like you conceive your babies get through your pregnancies and have a better postpartum. And for that, I'll never be apologetic. For that, I'll be proud to be who I am and proud to be doing what I want and being who I am loud and unapologetically. So I show up differently in my friendships. I actually had a conversation with each of my closest friends and I said, I want to connect with you. I want to be with you in person. And I want to make time for you because you matter to me. And this is why. And I went to each of them and I said, if I ever hurt you or if we ever have a hard conversation, I want to, I want you to know I'm going to be a safe place so we can have hard conversations. I have had that conversation with all of them before, but I thought it was a good reminder. And I wanted to check in and I, I asked, how can I be a better friend to you? And a few gave back good answers. I'm not a very good texter, it turns out. So I can be a better texter. And we can meet more in person. One person said, I don't get enough of in-person you. And I said, perfect. I would love more time with you too. So when life hits the fan, maybe it's it's a reminder that things are being put in place for you to shed so the best things can come in. Happy episode 97. We're working our way to 100. Um, what you can expect is that we, starting next week on Tuesdays, they will be very short episodes. They're going to be like card readings, meditations, affirmation, maybe a little bit ASMR, which I'm learning. And then Fridays are going to be our heavy doses. So I am looking forward to doing that. So Tuesdays are going to be more spiritual and woo. 
and message channeling, that kind of thing. Uh, and Fridays will be more of our talking episodes. And we are actively um, recording episodes for uh, former clients that have conceived or already had their babies and are still um, receiving Reiki for their postpartum. So if you have a story and you've conceived, I would love to hear from you. Also, every week in the month of October, uh, every episode, if you leave a review on Apple Podcasts um, or on any of the on any of the platforms that have reviews, I'll leave the link in the show notes. You will be you will win a chance to have a free month inside the Make a Baby membership, and that membership. We every time I go live now, everyone is there is at least one to three people saying that they've gotten pregnant from the membership or from the Reiki videos on TikTok. It's wild. We are one baby away from ninety babies, so it's amazing. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for hanging in there with me. You are so loved by me and I'm so grateful to have a community like you to support me and be here and literally get gives me the ability to live out my dream, which is priceless. Thank you so much. Until next time, my friend, let the Reiki flow. Frustrated being told you are fine by your doctor, exhausted from negative pregnancy tests every month, wanting a deeper connection on your fertility journey with your spirit baby? The Make a Baby membership is exactly what you need. Using Reiki will help you connect to your spirit baby, heal the trapped emotions blocking fertility, and support you in our life-changing community. With over 90 Reiki babies, we invite you to try the Make a Baby membership for free. Check it out in the show notes. Let's get you pregnant.